0: This is Warbloggle with bloggle spot number 235. It is Sunday, August 28th at 833 in the PM. It's 81 degrees outside. What is this, two bloggle spots in a row, two days in a row, in the old format of driving in my car with my phone in my hand? It's crazy. We're, we're taking this back to the good old days. Um, been all day coaching baseball today. Shocker, if you know me. Uh, Baby Bloggle and them and his team finished second, played a pitcher's duel, 14 U baseball, pitcher's duel in the championship. They scored a few runs in the next to last inning, and we got second, so whatever. Uh, but anyway, while I was coaching, it's all the news that TJ Finley had been announced as a starter. And if you heard Bloggle Spot 234 yesterday, you know, I had kind of Already decided that that's what it was going to be. I, that was my assumption, based on all the reps at um, the open practice. Based on him being first out there, getting his reps done, and then letting Robbie Ashford kind of get a few more reps. That's usually the sign of the second string to me. In these in those kind of situations, you let your starter get his his stuff done, especially in one of these kind of show off practices for the fans. Get his stuff out of the way, and then let Robbie maybe prove himself a little bit. Again, Calzada was handing off and throwing to the walk-ons at the end of practice. So, um, so I'm not surprised. I don't think really anybody should be surprised based on the reports from the last few weeks. I think you know everybody thought it was going to be Calzada. Um, you know, we, I talked about this yesterday. Everybody saw T.J. Finley and. And what he is, and what he wasn't last year, um, and you know, everybody just assumed Calzado's going to come in, and he was obviously better, and and blah blah blah. But Calzado was hurt in spring; he didn't get a lot of, didn't get any reps for 8 day and any of that. Uh, and TJ's been in this sauce offense a, another year. And I mean, we don't have to harp on that. That's just the big. That's it. He's big, tall, older. Knows the offense. I posted some videos uh, on TikTok, and that sounded weird to say as a 40-year-old man. I posted videos on TikTok and Instagram and whatever that I got from the scrimmages um, or the practice yesterday where, you know, he had a good pass. He had, like, a scramble pass, uh, and then he telegraphed an uh, interception, a pick six. Um, so just kind of showing the good and the bad. But, again, I felt bad doing it because it was kind of making it look like he's good and he's bad. But it was just one pass in the entire scrimmage that was intercepted. But I'm trying to make the talk game strong, you know what I'm saying? Um, So, you know, there's people that are, woe is me, life haters. And, look, I was, I'm not, you know, a month ago I'm sitting here going, no way we're going to have TJ again. We've seen that. I get it. I mean, I understand. But Brian Harsin again knows his job is always on the line with his certain current, excuse me, current situation. He knows it's always on the line, and if he's going through spring practice and fall practice and everything, and he still thinks TJ is the best option, and he's willing to put his job on it, you got to trust that a little bit. And if that's all we got, that's all we got. Um, I will. I said this yesterday. Robbie Ashford is. The most athletic quarterback we have by far. Um, he is very fast. He's a faster version of Bo Nix, is what it looked like to me. Um, maybe sometimes he left the pocket a little early, but it seemed like all the most of his plays were like sprint out plays with passes uh, to the sideline, but I don't say boundaries. Um, but, you know, just he's, he looks better in a uniform. And I don't mean that in certain ways. He just looks better and, and I'm gonna talk about how a quarterback's looking in the uniform soon or in a second. But he just he's quick, he's got a good arm, but T J just probably knows the offense a little bit better and he's older and he's been there and done that and and that's it. And he's a foot taller than everybody on the field and that's what we're gonna roll with. Now I he number one, Harson didn't come out and say it, I don't think. Everything I've read which again has kind of been spotty today was just All sources point to all sources say this or all signs point to him being the starter and everybody's kinda known it for a few weeks, they just wouldn't announce it. But Harson hasn't said as far as I know, and as far as this as this is being recorded, that Ashford's not gonna play the whole second half. Or do like Michigan's doing and Ashford play the whole or start the second game against San Jose State. I honestly think that's a good idea, unless T J just throws for eight hundred. Against Mercer, um, but you know, again, I get it, people that that this just really bothers them and and their day is ruined and we're never going to win another football game again. I get it. I used to be, I was never negative like that, but in college and right out of college and maybe early kids time, that you know stuff like this would have just killed me and I would have thought or maybe not kill me, but a situation like this might have just ruined my day or made my day. But, you know, here's the thing. You're not at practice. The media is not at practice. You've seen some football games last year where he was coming in in a weird situation, maybe sometimes trying to beat out Bo or look really good for Bo or to to beat out Bo. Um, I don't know. He might be the worst quarterback Auburn's ever had. We don't know that, but we know that some coaches that know their job is on the line are willing to put it on this guy, and they have seen him more than anybody in the world. Nobody in the world has seen T.J. Finley throw a football than, more than the coaches. I promise you that. Nobody. They study him. They watch film. They tell him what to do. They pick out his flaws and, and all that kind of stuff, so they are the ones willing to to say this is the best option for now. Now I honestly think if we're up even remotely if we're up 24 to 6 I mean I would be fine with Robbie Ashford going in for the second half and maybe even Calzada in the in later. I mean if they put Calzada in I I trust them to do that. I mean I I guess I'm just older now and seen a lot of sports. I've coached a billion baseball games in the last four or five years and I know it's a different sport, but it's just I understand the game or I understand being a coach and being in a situation where everybody on the other side of the fence thinks they know everything and they don't or thinks the three seconds they saw is more important than the four hours you saw. So I'm not saying TJ is the best quarterback in the world. I'm not saying Brian Harson's is the best coach in the world. But a guy that's paid to play as coach SEC football trusts TJ to be there for now, at least for now. So your hatred, your sadness, your need to have what you wanted to happen, which is a bad thing anyway, um, That. Won't, be a, that won't affect the game at all. Just like back when people used to complain they didn't know who the starter was, how does the star, you knowing the starter affect anything other than your psyche? Uh, so, TJ being the quarterback doesn't affect you, doesn't affect me. You don't affect the games. I don't affect the games. Um, nothing we do affects those games. Sorry. Um, live that way and realize, hey, we're going to win if we play well and I'm going to love it, and if we Lose, I'm not gonna like anything about it. But you and I didn't do anything with it. Maybe that's a, a, just a psychological psyche type thing that I figured out. But I mean, I know that makes it sound like I don't care. I definitely care. I wouldn't be sitting here talking on my phone, driving home from a baseball tournament if I didn't care. Uh, but you know, I'm not. It's not a loser mentality. It's a I can't control it, so. I'm not going to go crazy over it, but I'm definitely going to like it when they win, and I'm going to hate it when they lose. Anyway, that went off on a tangent. Um, oh, quickly, I talked about earlier about how Robbie looks good in the uniform, and what I mean is he just looks like a good quarterback in his uniform. But the current state of college football uniforms and how they're being worn, the entire team yesterday had their pants pulled up above their knees. And I don't mean just like, I mean, you know, baseball pants and football pants kind of are the same. They go right to your knee and, and cut off. And, and and football pants are always weird because there'd just be that big elastic thing there, and and it's just like right behind your knee, right just barely below your knee, and it just never felt good, and it was just kind of weird. And there was a rule put in place not too long ago I remember this for specifically because I liked it, that said you had to wear your pants below your knees because your knee had to be covered with the knee pad. And now, quarterbacks, wide receivers, it's not even, like, just short pants. Like, TJ and Robbie had their pants almost, like, rolled up or, like, folded over. They weren't even, like, to their knee. It was, like, tight shorts, like, really tight shorts. And I get... You know, they work when they work out and throw passes in the summer and and do run routes and all that kind of stuff. They're out there in shorts and t shirts. I get it, and that's comfortable. And we're going for comfort. I know people, if I say something about this on Twitter or maybe if I even post about it, people are going to be like, Oh, why do you care? Let them be comfortable, let them do whatever. I'll let them wear pink pants and backwards as long as they're winning, I don't care about any of that. I'm just saying it looks stupid. It looks terrible. Football pants should go to your knees and a little bit past it or on your knee, not these tight shorts almost halfway up their thigh in certain situations. I mean, I get you want to be a little more comfortable, but what's wrong with the pants being like two inches longer and at least touching your knee? I know that's not making you slower. I know it's not really affecting you, but it looks awful. And I'll go ahead and say this now. I'm not ever gonna bash TJ's uh, quarterbacking ability like in a public forum. I'm sure when I throw an interception I might say something or or if he just gets really bad, whatever. But he in his his uniform is the worst football uniform I've ever seen. He always has a baggy long sleeve t shirt on that's a different color. His jerseys usually almost tucked under his uh his shoulder pads—you can't even tell what number he is—and he's got this big, flowing white shirt coming out of it. Then he's got his pants pulled up as high as he can above his knee. Then he wears no shoot, no-show socks, so you've got this long leg coming out of these tight pants and these those lowest socks you've seen and the smallest cleats you can—you've seen no tape, no socks, just these long bare legs. With a, the biggest thing to me is the white flowy shirt coming out of the bottom of his uniform, of his jersey. It looks awful, and Robbie Ashford kind of had it that way too yesterday. I mean, it is just flat out sloppy, and I don't know why we don't say anything about it. I mean, you want to talk about we got the best uniform in sports, and nobody, we should never touch it, never do anything different. Well, it looks like he's out there in his pajamas sometimes. Like, let's take off the long sleeve shirt. You're a quarterback. You're worried about your knee being covered up running, but you got your arm covered up in, in some like long white T shirt. It's awful. It makes me mad to see him go out on the field. I, I don't know if I posted the picture yesterday, but I, I had a took a picture of him running into the, into the tunnel and you know I I'll never be a better quarterback than T J. Finley, but I can tell you what would what a quarterback or what a football player is supposed to look like so I'll get mad about this. I got no problem bashing someone on this. We got to fix the way he looks in a uniform. I mean, it is awful. TJ Finley, when you're listening to this, let me tell you, it's not all about comfort. And those uniforms are comfortable anyway. They're made better than they've ever been made. Pull your jersey down, take the long sleeve shirt off, the long flowy white shirt that just hangs out of your jersey. Pull your pants down to your knee, Put on a sock, we can see. Tape your ankle. something. Let's look a little bit better. We might, we might get a little more respect if we look better. I can't stand when my baseball players' shirts are just barely half untucked because you just look sloppy, and you're going to play sloppy. So maybe that's the issue from last year. I just yelled at a football player for the first time in my life. No, first time in front of y'all. All right. I think that's it. TJ Finley's going to be the starter at least early on in the season, at least in the first part of the game. I don't know. Um, pull for him because you could do no better. And but we got to get that uniform fixed. So tomorrow, Monday, maybe when you're listening to this, because it's already eight thirty, eight forty. Uh, it's game week, Mercer Hate Week. Beat the Bears. They did. They played Morehead State yesterday, Saturday. And I know they killed him. I can't remember. I want to feel like they scored 50 or 60 points. Um, But, you know, remember, we only beat them 24 to 10 when Jarrett Stidham was here, and that was the year we beat Alabama and Georgia when we were number one. So interesting little thing there. But anyway. All right. Pull for your team. Enjoy life. What's the other part I say? Be a fan. Enjoy life. Get more bloggle. Follow me on TikTok doing a lot more there, Snapchat, doing a lot there, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Discord, Twitter, obviously, all Warbloggle, W-A-R-B-L-O-G-L-E, all right, that's it, bloggle spot number 235, done, War Eagle.